0: Hey, we're here. Uh, My name is Chad Hartman, Dave Harrigan, Rusty Ray with the news. Follow us on the uh, Twitter machine. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, At Chad Hartman Show, at Dave underscore Harrigan. You got one of those smart speakers. You can just go, hey, whatever, and boom, say WCCO Radio, and you hear the station. Uh, You can podcast us, Spotify, Apple, Odyssey. We give you segments. We give you half hours. We give you hours. We uh, greatly appreciate any time you listen to us. I've said many, many times, uh, not just here, but at, at the fan, I am drawn to shows where individuals are transparent, and I also try to be as transparent as possible here whether it's uh, Dave and I or with Dan Adam and going back to the fan with barrero and common and doogie and everybody and I will admit I uh, I did not have an easy weekend and I have talked before where i I have a number of people close to me in my family who dealt with With depression. My father dealt with depression. Um, Others have dealt with other issues. I don't know if clinically, technically, medically, I fall in that category, but I, I have those moments where I struggle, and it's not just because something awful happen where it just leads me to points where I don't come out of it as quickly as possible. And I want to hear from you when you're having one of those days where you just are struggling, what do you do? Therapy can be amazing. Medication can be powerful. Um, exercise can be great. Um, mindfulness can be great. And Dave, I, for me, I think this is the first time a dream ever led me down this path where I had la-di-da, good for me, had plans with friends in the afternoon and plans with different friends at night. I, I, on Saturday, I had a bunch going on, canceled it all uh totally by myself. Took a long walk, sat there on a bench for a while after I took a long walk and and, and a dream helped kickstart it for me. And I rarely if almost ever believe in dreams and think, well that means something symbolically. And I know we all can have different views on that because there is no right answer. I normally am, uh, am of the type where it's just a lot of things that maybe you briefly saw, see a lot, and they come together and sometimes they're bizarre, they're funny, they're powerful, they're sad, they're tragic, they're arousing, whatever they might be. And I had a dream, Dave. And and the other thing I've told you and and I've said it here, most of the time with my dreams, I remember them when I wake up. And I've talked about my insomnia enough. I wake up (laughs) too much and don't fall – the the bigger issue is falling asleep initially. Uh, Most of the time, I don't remember – like for the first second or two, I'm like – and honestly, by about three seconds in where I'm just trying to react to the dream, I no longer remember it. I remember this dream as if it is right in front of me now. I'm with Quentin in school. And the confusing part to me, Dave, is I don't know if I was a – I think I was a student at the school with Q. And I bring Quentin to his class. And then I'm about to go to my class, and I can't figure out where it is. Maybe I'm confused that I'm the teacher or not. But I eventually go back to the class and just check on Quentin. And the whole class is operating. Quentin, my son, has a genetic syndrome, if you haven't heard me talk about Q. And he has, he's him in this dream. Quentin has Dirk 1A. Um, he's on the autism spectrum. He has seizures. He's had leg procedures, spinal cord procedures. He has reflux issues. He's, he's got a lot. And this whole class is taking place, and Q is just off to the side like in a corner. No one is paying attention to him. And I am mad. I'm sad. And what is going on? And as I come in to see this, class is in and so now I have Q, and it's, it's a busy, busy school. And so I bring Q down, and I see someone I know. And I go to the main office. And I go to the main office, and I say to this person, and that part I don't remember, dude. you watch Quentin. I'm going to figure out where Quentin's pair is and where I'm supposed to go next. I go in, I interact with them, I, I figure out what's happening, and, and as I go outside, back in the hallway, this individual is gone, and so is Quentin. And I start running around this school, and it seems like forever, screaming Quentin's name, and I cannot find him. I cannot find him. I cannot find him. And I wake up, and i like... I rise up and I don't ever remember dream just rattling me like that. It was horrifying. I I can't think of too many things worse in my life right now where if I was with Q and because of his challenges where I, I, he wouldn't be right near me or by Carla or by Kathleen or, you know, whomever. And then it, set me off to this day where I didn't want to be around anybody and was struggling with things. And I know a lot of people have something where different things can trigger you. Where a day, it it just isn't productive. You don't do what you initially wanted to do. And whether it's classic depression, whatever it might be. And it just throws you off. And it took me most of the weekend to kind of get back to where I was. And I want people to be honest about it. Dave, if you face things like this, be honest. If not, you don't have to. But I would greatly love if people would really be honest when you're having. And it can be, you can be a Different type of day. But when you're struggling through a day, what do you do to try to work your way through it? How do you get there? Because for me, and it's not always easy for people around me, it's I, I just want to be by myself. And I end up shielding myself. And at times that's not fair to others. And I've done it at different points in my life. That's just my move, and maybe it's not the right move, but it's what I end up doing. What do you do? Or what do you do to help others who might be facing this? Or can you even identify with this if you haven't faced it? Or are you in the middle of it right now? Call and text. We love honesty on the show, and I appreciate anything you want to share through text or a phone call. 651. Four six one nine two two six. That's your track. Is down in the city one. Cities one. Talk and text line six five one four six one nine two two six. All right, let's bring uh, Dave Harrigan in the conversation. If you've just joined us, uh, I, I talked about a weekend where I struggled. Um, started off with this uh, horrifying dream about Quentin and just threw me off the entire weekend. Whether it's uh, classic, technically medically depression. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be ashamed of it for one second. And, and how I deal with this and how others deal with it. A lot of texts coming in and I greatly appreciate that. Six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. Dave, do you have days like this? Or if people around you have days like this, how, how do you react?
1: First of all, very sorry to hear about the dream and how it's hit you. That's that's not a dream. That's a nightmare. Yeah, um, for sure. I, I I don't think I have. And I'm unlucky. I don't think I have days as as severe as as hitting you uh, right now. Uh, what I do have is, yeah, I don't think it's you know classical depression, but who knows? I think depression, you know, shows up for different people in a million different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just days where you know it might be twenty four hours, might be forty eight hours. It's generally a short time period where I just feel like just in a fog. You know, you just feel like you, the, the joy you'd normally get from certain things isn't there. And you're just kind of coasting through a day and you just want the day to be over. And I, I, I can I've never been able to put a finger on what brings it on. And I've never been able to figure out what gets me out of it. It might just be a good night of sleep. I don't know what it is. But... You know, it probably happens two, three, four times a year, where I just have a, a couple days, and it's just, you know, it, things just don't feel right. You know, in inside my head, and just I, I don't know how to explain it any any more clearly than that.
0: Yeah, everybody's going to approach it differently, right? And they're great. It it it's great to potentially seek out from friends, from family, from therapists. Trial and error; it, these can evolve. They can stay the same. There, there is no perfect way to deal with it. All right, let's get to a call, and then we'll get to lots of texts because I appreciate the candor when folks are willing to share that. 4619226 And again, the dream. Just real quick, if you missed the first segment, I am at school. I'm not sure if I'm a student or not, or a teacher. I'm with Q. Drop Q off at his class. I go back and check on Q, and the whole class is taking place, and he's just off in a corner. I'm I'm disheartened by that. Class ends. I bring Quinny with me in a very crowded hallway, see a friend. You watch Quinny. Go in, try to figure out where I'm supposed to go, where Quinny goes. I go back in the hallway, and Quentin is gone, and the person is gone, and I'm just running and running and running and running and screaming, and I cannot find him, and it just – God, it just set me off in just an awful couple days, and I just completely isolated by myself. Rob, thank you so much for listening. Uh, go ahead. You're on WCCO.
2: Chad, thanks for being open and, and sharing this with everybody. Um, thank I you. sought therapy about 25 years ago, um, saw a private therapist. I thought it had – I still believe it had great, great um, results. And it was one of those things where I was in a doctor's office, and they happened to have one of these, like, you know, 8 by 6 poster boards when you were a kid and it had the 10 signs of depression I'm going yes 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 hurt yourself no but I had the other nine and for some reason that day I decided to say something was off to that doctor wasn't even my normal doctor this is at the same time when I'm salesman of the year the sales company I'm working for but I'm only really working half days they don't know it because I'm at home just like you said watching tv turning my phone off leave me alone I got past that and of course. Just like most men, you think you got it all licked. You don't need to see anybody anymore. Move forward to a few years ago, and I have a business in South Minneapolis. Things happened. <clears throat> Some things I would never thought would happen. And I thought it wasn't going to be a big deal. Then I noticed I'm barking at my wife. I'm barking at my friends, my employees. I'm not just barking. I'm becoming, you know, Lou Ferrigno, as you And I, thought, I can't do this. This is not good for me or anybody else. Uh, therapy. You're talking about when you cannot sleep, when you cannot rest, which was me. I was sleeping two, three hours a day. It was horrible. Mm -hmm. I actually went on the medical program with sleep apnea and sleeping and was able to get seven, eight, nine hours of sleep a night by using a pill, just a a marijuana pill that's made, you know, through an institution. Take it, go to bed, stay asleep. You can wake up. It's fantastic. And it's gotten to points now where I think, as we've gotten older, I'm over 50 because we're an immediate society, we're pounded by all these things so much, so fast, so quick, so immediate, I think it's getting harder to manage it or just to relieve it, to push it away, to push it off of you, that we just get get piled on, piled on, piled on, expected to carry it. And if we don't find resolutions or ways to get through it. You talked about friends, the one thing with friends, I notice for me is that your friends, once they figure out something's off, they act differently. And it's almost like a mirror back in your face that makes it worse. So I think That's, for me, it's know, first I
0: of all, this is a so this is a great call. I mean, I really appreciate Thanks. that. And I and I Thanks. think, uh, call in again. I think friends can react differently. You know, some friends um, know what to say. Some friends don't know what to say, but just being around, use the right thing to do sharing similar circumstances, just giving your space when you need it. And, under, you know, it's not always the, the – you don't always want the same thing each time. And sometimes just having friends check in with you and having people understand um, that you're going through something and maybe they don't have the perfect A plus B equals C to resolve it, but just knowing – you're there for them can be such a huge part of it. More of the text here. Uh six five one four six one nine two two six. Chad, most of the time we don't agree, however. I have the same reaction when struggling with depression and anxiety and you need to distance from others and to sink and uh, think and sort through my thoughts. I had a similar experience as yours growing up, and I was told by a therapist once it's my coping mechanism. Yeah, it is my coping mechanism, and it's not. I can assure you there have been a lot of people in my life over the years who don't. Get it, and I understand what they're saying. More taxes. I was having one of those days. I'm on meds for anxiety. Today is a day when I can't, can't stop negative thinking. I'm trying to keep busy and sweat it off. Uh, I am a therapist. Thank you for being so open and talking about mental health. It's so important for people to understand. Regular people struggle with this, and it's okay to seek help. Thank you for what you do. No one should hesitate in any way to seek out help, whatever it might be, including therapy. I'm going through anxiety and depression. The years caught up to me after an eight-year relationship has ended. Huge events in your life can trigger this, just like a dream out of nowhere can do it. Thank you so much for sharing this dream incident. I've had this happen several times where a dream will just take me out of a day for a day or two. It's weird and confusing. Sometimes I can figure out where the dream came from and kind of make sense of some things. Sometimes I just have to wait until it fades. I I get it. I'm having a struggle right now. My husband passed away on Christmas Day from cancer. Can't imagine. Cannot imagine. I hope you're surrounded by friends and family and love and understand that they care immensely for you. But that is an incredibly difficult thing to go through. It is my birthday, 56 today. I get depressed this time of year. It's cold. It's dark early. I'm listening to my break. You're right. It's hope, hard to cope sometimes. I haven't tried counseling. I hope you do. <clears throat> and uh, happy birthday. Happy 56th birthday. Give yourself grace. Grace. I let myself feel the feelings, and now tomorrow may be different. Listen to what your body needs. Uh, this is a tough time of year, and you with your sleeping issues really doesn't help. could be a big factor. First, I don't think there's anything wrong with times like this and one's life makes you appreciate the good. Second, look in the mirror and say thank you for my wonderful life. It is a good reminder because I do have a lot of just fantastic things in my life to, to use those as a way to kind of ease out of uh, some of those challenges. Thank you so much for reaching out. <laughs> Completely different, lighter topic, and that's what we do, and that's why we have fun on the show, and hopefully you enjoy it as much as uh, when the time allows you to do it. Ask Adam anything. Nonsense. Serious. More likely on the uh, nonsense. We'd love plenty of phone calls, but text work also. 651 461 two, two, six. Again, 651 461